0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: Hello, Pierre. Hello, Phil. How is Sydney, Australia? That is correct, Pierre. I'm
1: here in sunny Sydney, Australia, the capital of the new world. Um, It's nice here, man. It's real pretty. We we, I went on a walk today along uh, Bondi Beach Uh, with um, friend and fellow comedians Fern Brady and Sean McLaughlin. Oh, great! How are those guys doing? Do they enjoy Australia? Well, Sean got here like yesterday, and his first time ever in Australia. So he um, he's, a, he's a bit, got a bit of the, the madness, I guess, but he seems to be holding up pretty well. Fern loves it here. Fern really likes it. Why? For such a gruff, uh, Scottish, uh, nutter, she... <laughs> I hope she doesn't hear this. <laughs> she really likes... She likes the polite, sunny
0: disposition of the
1: Australians. Really? whereas i I find it quite great, yeah, it's
0: too much, isn't it?
1: I can't wait to come home and be ignored,
0: yeah, it's just too goddamn nice, um well, I mean, I remember uh, Mr. McLaughlin once did a routine where he described all of his ancestors as bandits, so
1: yeah <laughs> well, then they would find a happy home in this um blossoming penal connolly, yeah, I caught I said penal connolly <laughs> um, instead of penal colony, penal connolly is of course um uh Sean Connery's uh asian cousin (laughs) i don't know man it's getting late here um how things in uk do you have a horrible summer um it's pretty it's getting it's it's hotting up
0: things are hotting up
1: well in terms of excitement or literally
0: um just like uh just like the extinction uh and weather it was like 24 degrees at some point yesterday
1: okay that's not too bad though last year got up it was like in the early 30s for a few days. It's disastrous.
0: It comes just as the Extinction Rebellion people said that uh, we would all, were all dying. So that's been the big news, Phil. Uh, people have been super gluing themselves to the road over the climate. And loads of people hmm. who write for, like, the spectators, columnists, have been like, oh, if global warming is real, why is my tea so cold? I don't understand the connection
1: between being right. Wing, and denying climate change. I mean, I can see it if you're like a religious American right winger, because you're like God will never let us die. But if you're a UK Conservative, you're you're supposed to be, you're supposed, your job is to protect people from dangers in a conservative manner. So why? Yeah, to
0: and and they and they're supposed to love the countryside. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it does. It doesn't make a lot of sense. It it, it can only be explained on the, by the fact that, like, I don't know. They they love they love petrol, and they are being conservative in the sense that they don't want to stop having petrol. Do they
1: just find the people who are calling for more climate change policy annoying? I sometimes feel that's all it is, is they look at the people who are arguing for something and they decide whether or not they find them annoying. And if they find them annoying, they take up the opposite political position.
0: Yeah, I think that's it. And also, I think... um, I think they're just sort of going, oh, well, you know... uh, There's loads of things that those people care about that I think is is stupid and, and shit. And so this must be one of them. Because caring about things in that kind of way that requires a really tedious change to my daily affairs is always bad
1: hmm it's like when um, you meet someone really annoying and they uh, mention their favorite band and without ever listening to that band you go ha huh, I will never listen to that piece of shit band <laughs> because this doofus likes
0: them yeah if that's your favorite band then i hope they go missing in the
1: andes
0: (laughs) that's what i hope now that you've mentioned that uh we um i but yeah so here in london we have been uh uh getting hotter and hotter right as all the people have been saying that we're going to get hotter and hotter in a sort of almost cinematic contrast
1: hmm, it's rare that something on the news has such a direct and obvious effect on you, straight away. Because usually you watch the news and it's like, oh, a bridge fell down in uh, uh, Cambodia. And you go, oh, okay, I guess that was kind of interesting to know, but my life will continue as ever It it did. But this one is like the world is gonna burn and you work walk outside and you're like ah! <laughs> You know, it's, like <laughs> <instant>. <laughs> it's kind of fun it's like you actually feel a part of of world events you know
0: yeah i feel alive like <laughs> yeah i mean like if the news said there are no apples now and you went to the shops you know it's very direct
1: <laughs> yeah but even that, even those stories, I never felt connected to. Like the news to say there is a shortage on cabbages, and I go, "Oh, really?" And I go to the shop, and I just get flooded by cabbages, and I buy these cabbages. <laughs> I was like, what? I know, I was where did the story come from about there being no cabbages? I swear, there is so many cabbages here. Or
0: well, they meant, or they meant uh, sh- a shortage because they've been told there's a, a relative shortage by the industry, and, and in actual fact, cabbage the harvests are down by four percent.
1: Yeah, exactly. If you if you run a Polish restaurant, you will you might feel the effect of a slight <laughs> cabbage shortage.
0: But most of
1: us are like oh, there seems to be as much cabbage as ever there was.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Whereas now we're all gonna to boil to death in our own farts, so that's gonna be great.
1: <laughs> and you 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 sound worse for it, Pierre. You sound your your hay fever's um.
0: I sound terrible because um, as we record this, it is uh, it's, the important thing is that it's before 9am, uh, which for me is, is a serious wake-up time, because do, I'll do a gig and then stay up too late fiddling about after the gig. and, um, and I was just exa- explaining to Phil, when I wake up in the summer, I sleep with my window open, so all night I, I, I amass a wonderful collection of pollen at the back of my uh, nasal canal. And so when I wake up <laughs> like a bee like a bee, I'm a nose bee um so when I wake You're up a lovely
1: big hairy bee
0: <laughs> i like I, I and i'm I'm already bad at waking up by the way, like when I wake up it's like it's like it's like i i'm waking up at the bottom of a pond in the mud and I have to <laughs> swim to the surface that's what waking up is like
1: <laughs> well that's how.
0: And now I'm doing that, but with a a face full of pollen, and I can't breathe, and it sounds gross. Pollen, it stops me breathing. Pollen, it's everywhere. Pollen, it's made of plant jizz, hay fever. That's why I'm not breathing. Pollen. It's in my nostrils Pollen It's in my eyes And all this pollen It's got me thinking Everyone Should just live In space Where we are free From all this dust That comes from plants and our astronaut suits Keep our noses safe from this awful Stinky sexy plant Jears pollen It stops me breathing A Pollen It's from trees and grasses Pollen It's very common Hay fever it's not just for children. Pollen, it's made of plant cheese. Pollen, it's in my eyes. Pollen, it's in my nostrils. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with
1: Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? You wake up quite early for a comedian, I'm impressed.
0: Hay fever is shit.
1: Um, yeah, my dad always had it. I don't think I have it. Um, so I guess I'm lucky boy. Although I've been having some health uh, concerns recently. Um, but I, I, I've just been... Don't get worried, uh, Podbuds. Uh, don't worry about old Wang. I think I'll be okay. Um, I get a little hypochondria when I come to Australia. I think it's because everyone else looks so damn healthy. I go, oh my god. <laughs> is that what people... Is this what people are supposed to look like? I'm so sick. And I just go to the doctor like five times in the month. It's like, doc, you gotta fix me, doc. I'm a troll compared to these people. And, um... Well, without getting too graphic, I was getting a bit worried about um, the um, consistency and quality of my uh, plops. Ah. Um, my, uh... My my uh, my poos my, uh, my post foods. Ah. Um, my digestion coders. <laughs> uh, and and so I went to uh, the doctor and I said, oh, "Doc, my my, my, my shit ain't looking right, doc. My poos <laughs> <laughs> they ain't looking good." <laughs> and he and he was and I, and he was like, "All right, I'm I'm sure it's fine. Um, uh, I'm gonna." Uh, you go pick up a kit from the the, the 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 receptionist on the way out. So I went out and I pick up, handed this kit. Um, it's it's a poop testing kit. Yeah, it's a kit you take home, just test your poops. No. You've got yes, you have to collect samples of your own poop. Uh, and at that point, I was, I, part of me went, you know what? Maybe i just die of bowel cancer. I think I'd rather just die of bowel cancer. (laughs) Take part in this. And then my hero side of me went, Actually, no. This could be really funny. (laughs) So so the lady handed me this kit. And there's two sets. Um, One set is a set of three little vials. um, The lid of which is attached to a long prong. So you pull out this lid and a prong comes out. And you have to... Jab at your, you got to jab at your poops, and you put it back in, and you shake it up with the liquid inside until it makes a lovely little slightly brown mix, and you got to do that three days in a row on different poops, and then the second test, well, this little jar container, and you unscrew the cap, and the cap has got the scoop on the bottom side, right, and you just have to scoop up your own shit and put it in this this tub. And then that's your sample. No. So I was like, okay. I was like, okay, I guess this is my weekend. <laughs> so, oh, well, the next... Oh, yeah, so this is how you have to collect your poop, right? Um. They give you uh, three blue sheets. And you put the sheet between the toilet seat and the toilet bowl. And you... <laughs> So you sit on the sheet, right? And you sit on the toilet, uh, the the toilet lid, and it holds the sheet between the lid and the bowl, and you shit onto the sheet. No. Yeah, you sheet shit, and that's your <laughs> t.Here's your sample. poo hammock. And you, your little poo hammock, a little. You know, we know the thing that's under. Um, it's a safety net. Is, is like my poo is a clumsy tightrope walker. <laughs> And <laughs> and it gets it falls out all the time and it gets caught in the sheet. And so I go, okay, I can do this. Uh, turns out I couldn't. The first time I did it, I caught <laughs> this is gonna get real graphic pod buds. <laughs> um, this is a the first our first ever bud poo. This, this episode is called Bud Poo. <laughs> Welcome to Bud Poo. Okay, so the first time I tried to collect my bud poo. I put the sheet between the the toilet seat and the bowl. I sit down and I do my business. I trick my body into thinking it's a normal poo i I go on my phone, I look at Instagram, I look at um girls i I used to uh, kiss that are doing better now and, <laughs> and, and just like that, the poop becomes to starts to begin it starts to flow, sure now. People always think the sound of poop plopping into water is gross. I can tell you an even grosser sound is doing a poop and not hearing anything drop into water, <laughs> but instead slowly and calmly lay itself down in a plastic hammer, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, like a, a sick old snake. It just went... <sighs> <laughs> and I, but I'm so elit- elated. I go, yes, look at this sample. I got it. I got it. And so, without thinking, I get up, which instantly releases the sheet of the friction that I was providing with my butt onto the seat. The whole poo hammock just falls into the toilet. Most most of it tumbles into the water, and I can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't use it if it's been the water, so now I'm pulling this shitty plastic sheet out of my toilet, and I'm grabbing the vial. I pull out the little prong thing, and I'm but this—it's—it's it's all in the toilet. I, I'm like, I can't just—I uh, at one point, I swear to God, I considered shoving the stick up my ass <laughs> for like five seconds. I thought Yo, that's the same thing, right? I can just shove it up my bumhole <laughs> and then wiggle it about like I'm picking my nose. That's the same, right? And then. <laughs> And I went, no, Phil, this could... (laughs) At worst, this is... At worst, you're going to damage your anus. At best, you're going to discover a whole new pastime that you really don't have time for. (laughs) And and so I scan over this sheet that the poop's fallen off of, and there's just, like, these streaks of differently-coloured poops. And I go, well, I have to make do with this, and so I sort of, like, run the stick over the sheet... Like, uh, like I'm painting it, and I have <laughs> a little bit, and I pop it back in, but try not to get any sh- like poop onto the outside of the vial, because here's the other thing. I've got to keep it in my fridge be. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: no, what?
1: I have to Yeah, you have to keep the samples fresh. <laughs> so <laughs> I made a little corner of my fridge. So it was quite a bare fridge. I didn't really keep much food in there for the festival, so I just had a fridge that had a tub of butter. And over the course of three days, three vials of shit in the corner <laughs> in a little plastic bag. So I don't want to get it on the outside. So I have to try and get this poo stick back into the vial without touching the sides. I don't. Do you remember playing those, that magnet game where you have to get like a hoop over this wire without going bent?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's what it felt like. By myself, eh, I just get some shit poop in the
0: vial. Who knew that uh, poop went off?
1: Yeah, I, you presume it's already off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's shit that's it's, come out of your ass. It's, I mean, I've never looked up at a poop and gone, that's within its best before. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, that, that poo is on the turn.
1: <laughs> so I get the violin and go, that's not a great sample. The next time I do it, I've got, I have technique. Um, <laughs> so the next time I do it, I do the same thing. Spread the sheet down, do my poop onto the sheet. And I go, poop in the toilet uh, once, shame on poop. Poop in the toilet twice, shame on Phil. (laughs) So now as I'm sat on the toilet, I see I've got the sample, which is the new word I've discovered for part of shit, um, (laughs) on the sheet. I grab the side so it doesn't fall in. I then stand up. So I'm not bending over the front of the toilet like I'm presenting the cistern my bum hole yeah. I then have to ease the toilet seat up over the poop so I can get the sheet around I then turn around I grab the seat with my, my teeth No. to try and lift it back up and I think ah this is so smart and then a second later realize I've got a toilet seat in my mouth <laughs> <laughs> but I managed to get it up I lay the poop down and now I've just got I've got a, a turd on a blue sheet on the floor in my bathroom and it is starting to stink. It is starting to stink. So I can't. I'm also wearing socks. I'm, I'm like, Uh-oh. I better not step in, I better not forget what I'm doing and step in this to go over to flush the toilet. So I can't. I get my second vial out, because you've got to take three samples. I get my second vial out, this is day two and I get on my knees Day two. I get on my knees and I just start i just stabbing I start stabbing this turd like I'm murdering a slug it feels like I'm murdering a big slug <laughs> but, also,
0: but also it's on this plastic sheet so you're like turd Dexter
1: <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: it feels like C-I- a- a- C-i- what CIS what is CIS CSI um, criminal shit investigation. <laughs> I'm just like prodding this dead poop on the... I found this <laughs> murdered poop. <laughs> and I put it in the vial. I'm so happy. I get this vial. Much better sample. And then I pick up the sheet and I just tilt it into the toilet and it goes, <laughs> like, a,
0: like a dead sailor.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah, over the...
0: <laughs> over the side.
1: And... Uh, okay, so I've... I've prodded I've prodded this poop, throw it, it to the toilet, flush it away. Done. Second day, much better. Now, on the third day, the third day is an important day, because you've got to get your third um, poking sample, and you've got to scoop your the second tub sample, which then has to be delivered fresh. Ugh. Yeah. You can't refrigerate one. The, the scoops have to be delivered fresh. Now, the night before I have to do this, um... Pierre, I, 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 I had a date with a lady, Oh um, and the date went well. Uh-huh. And, um, and so for the evening, uh, we shared accommodation. Um, I've the whole time um, me keeping her away from uh, the fridge.
0: Yeah, she uh, keeps saying. Uh, have you got any water? I'm so thirsty. And you go, no, no, I only have butter. Have you got any butter? I'm so thirsty. No, it's not drinking the, butter.
1: Um, the next morning we go for breakfast, and this is my last chance. Also, the clinic closes early on this day because it's a Saturday. It closes oh my. at one.
0: God, this is. We're getting breakfast at around
1: ten. I've yet to collect the f- the third sample set. Okay, so I'm looking at the watch the whole time. My watch the whole time, and I say, um, "Oh yeah, okay, so I better go." Uh, we have a nice breakfast and everything, and I go. Um, I have to go uh, back now. I have a lot of um, <clears throat> uh, emails to do. I've,
0: I have a lot of research and science to do.
1: <laughs> and so. I say bye to she's she's a, a great uh, person I say bye to she said um, nice hanging out I say yeah nice hanging out I say goodbye I run back to the hotel I've um, I've been drinking more coffees than usual So I run so, back.
0: so Phil can I just point out that this is like in a in a sitcom where a guy tries to go on two dates at once in the same restaurant except the second yeah. date is with your own ass <laughs> <laughs> and my and she
1: hates latecomers <laughs> She is fussy she, she is a fussy fussy gal <laughs> And so
0: so you've been loading up on coffee
1: Loading up on coffee loading up on poops. I'm so happy the timings worked out. I was really worried because I'm leaving Melbourne uh, the um, the, uh, the day after basically I'm not gonna have the chance well I'm leaving I'm leaving Melbourne on Monday uh, the place is closed completely all Sunday. This is the if I don't get in by one, I've been collecting shit for nothing. Okay, so I, <laughs> I've I've been keeping shit in my fridge like American Psycho for nothing. And so I run back. I run back. I do. I'm at this point. I'm fucking pro at shitting on a sheet and getting it <laughs> out from under a toilet seat. I lay this baby down on the floor. <laughs> like an art like an artist yeah like an yeah. artist yeah i do i do my pokes put it in the vial shaka, 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 shaka. <laughs> throw it in with um his bro- his cousins his two cousins his two cold cousins Then oh, I God, get,
0: cold shit <laughs>
1: then i get i get the big jug out to do the scoop samples it's got a brown top as if uh, just to make it clear what's going on <laughs> and I get on my knees and I start scooping this like an archaeologist, like I'm looking for Richard the Third's skeleton. I'm just like, <laughs> just, like <laughs> shit, just shoveling, just shoveling this mud into the, <laughs> into this file. And I screw that up. I pick up the sheet, throw those puppies in the toilet, flush it down. I look at my watch. I've got like half an hour. I've got half an hour before the clinic closes. Oh, I zip God. up the bag. I zip up the bag. I've got my three cold vials and I've got my little tub of scoop shit. And now I start running out my hotel. I put it, it's in a little brown paper bag so people can't see what's inside. But I know what's inside. I run out the, <laughs> the toilet. I smile at the receptionist who all know us at this point. Like, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. I run out the hotel. I run, it's around the corner this medical um, clinic. It's in a shopping center, right? It's in a big shopping center. The QV it's called. And so I'm, so I run to the shopping center, cafes, people eating everywhere. I'm just holding a bag of my shit. They don't know. I'm stood there holding a <laughs> bag of my own shit in this little paper brown paper bag. I go up the st- I'm not entirely sure where the clinic is. So I go up the steps. I, r- I look around. It's not there. I, look, wow. I walk around the corner. Not there. I'm starting to panic now. I've got like 15 minutes. I've got 10 minutes before the clinic closes and I've done all this for nothing. I run up the escalator. Um, nothing there, I realized it 's actually on no I run the escalator, I run out onto the street, realize i shouldn 't have gone out there there 's no way back inside. I run back inside, go up the escalator there 's nothing up the second floor. I realize oh it 's actually back on the first floor where I started, and I missed it so i 've just been so now i 'm just running around in a panic, running around a shopping center with a bag of my <laughs> <and> shit, <laughs> just sort of scanning the place like a like a, a terrified, terrified man. And I finally see it, and I run inside, and I catch the lady The lady who's doing it. And you like, this, Pierre, she's South. Oh, no, she's not South African. Why do you think she's South African? She's German. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought you'd like that. <laughs> I don't know why I thought she's South African. She was a German lady, very stern German lady.
0: That's. That, and I said, uh, I've got some... That's so stereotypically yeah? uh, German to, like... Because everyone's got that stereotype about, like, you know poo pornography or whatever. The fact that there's a German lady working in the schizer building.
1: Yeah, I walk back in afterwards and she, she was just rubbing it on herself. I was like, is this how the test is done? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, and she's questioned a German lady and I, I, I say something to the effect of I've got some shit to do." <laughs> and she says, yeah, that is me. And I walk into the... Um, it feels like I'm handing homework in. Feels like I'm handing a dissertation in to like, <laughs> <a> university student. <laughs> um, and she's like, "Have you marked the days?
0: You, like, you, took, you took a selfie. You took a selfie for Instagram. I'm finally handing it in."
1: <laughs> All my friends are like, "Oh, well done!" Like fireworks emojis, the, <laughs> the party popper emojis. <laughs> and I hand in this poop, and I pay. Like it's one hundred and fifty dollars. Which is a strange feeling. Here's a hundred and fifty dollars for some sh- and for some shit. It, it made you feel it, it's quite like an ego boost, really, to think of your your shit as being quite valuable,
0: only in yeah. yourself. Wait, she said, "Have you marked the days?"
1: Yeah, did you mark the days on the three vials? And I went, "Uh, no." But one of them I kind of dropped in the toilet, <laughs> <laughs> um, and she's like. And I was like, I mean, I kind of remember one of them I did mark, uh, the other two I'm not sure, and she just went, well, there's no point, there's no point if you don't know which one, which at first I was like, oh no, I've made her upset, and then I remembered, oh no, Germans just are direct, and they, yeah. they're yeah, they not going to be p- be polite about your bad shit technique Um, to make you feel better. She was just telling me as it is, she just said, no, there's no point in doing that, we'll do be- the best we have with the information at hand. Uh, and yes, we got submitted and I got my results uh, today.
0: Oh yeah? Did you pass?
1: I am pregnant! <laughs> I'm so pregnant. Pregnant <laughs> with healthy, healthy poos. So it's all good. So yeah, it's all good. It was fine. It's all
0: fine. It's, it's amazing that you were like, uh, the level of effort you went to to accommodate your own hypochondria there.
1: Yeah, man. But, the, but because I'm partially aware of the hypochondria, it was also just kind of funny.
0: <laughs> I also enjoy the fact that, like, for some people, possibly even some people listening, this is the most erotic story they've ever heard.
1: <laughs> yeah, do you think we'll, we'll end up on, like, um, we'll end up on uh, a pretty niche uh, podcast list?
0: Yeah, definitely. Like
1: a, a podcast charts, definitely. A, pr- a pretty underpopulated um, chart on iTunes.
0: There'll be someone listening to this going, "Oh my god, it's it's Phil." There's plastic involved. There's shit involved. There's um, mm. there's yeah. panic at the end and a brief uh, humiliation by <laughs> a German woman. <laughs> yeah, now you put it that way, it reads like a Pornhub description. <laughs> like uh, your own, you've written some fan fiction about your own ass.
1: A- yeah, yeah. Um, Asian gets publicly humiliated by German dom
0: <laughs> over some shit. Over
1: <laughs> some some caca.
0: <laughs> well, this this is very uh, the the church of uh, naughty boys and girls.
1: This is dirty. This is the church of dirty boys and girls. Of course. The church
0: of dirty boys and girls. Boys of and course.
1: D- dirty boys and dirty girls. Yes, come congregate. Dirty boys and dirty girls, and hear my dirty sermon. <laughs> I do apologize if I hope people don't listen to this while they eat. I know I often listen to podcasts while I eat, and there should be some kind of trigger warning, I guess, before this.
0: Yeah, the fact of the matter is that if you don't find toilet humor funny, this podcast is going to be a real desert to you.
1: If you don't find toilet humor, fr- toilet humor. If you don't find toilet humor funny, frankly, grow up. Grow up. <laughs>
0: I agree because I like you and I have long held that there's nothing funnier than stuff coming out of you and you don't die.
1: <laughs> yeah, it it it's, it reminds us all that we are animals that we leak and we drip and we squeeze uh slime out of us, dirty dirty slime, and we can't do anything about it. None of us can do anything about it. We just have to it's an equalizer. Yeah,
0: it's it's an equalizer and it's gross and also uh, thanks to like, like, isn't it amazing that we can use technology as two people on other sides of the world to join together in trying to describe the noise of a turd hitting plastic.
1: <laughs> you can't be done. The, David Elms, friend and comedian David Elms has a really funny joke in one of his songs where he points out that the funniest things in life will always be pooing and dying. And when you die, you poo yourself.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, David Elms, of course. Um, He uh, is recently a father.
1: Yes. Lovely little baby.
0: Uh, He's recently a father. And he actually recently posted a picture on Instagram of his uh, beautiful child. Uh, with a caption, uh, w- something like, "When you're when you're brewing up to do a poo so bad that your dad has to t- has to wash his hands three times and take a shower." <laughs> and I read that and I just remember oh, thinking, "Now I now I almost want to know what it smelt like." That's how impressive that description is.
1: I, I I just can't believe we're at the age now where our contemporaries and friends are scooping up other people's poops. I mean, sure, fair enough, I'm scooping up my own poops. <laughs> but that's because I'm a young man! <laughs> You're in the prime of your life. Scooping up poops, giving them a sniff, getting the all clear. Watch out, ladies. Wang's back on the scene. He's been given the all clear.
0: <laughs> hey, ladies, you were safe during that interval where I had to prod my own dumps, but now... <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, boy, boy! That's
0: astonishing. That is an absolutely astonishing experience that many people in our industry would pay to have had happen to them. And you did.
1: Yeah, this is the first time. This is the first time I've ever talked, spoken about it. Um, but this is just between you and me, yeah, Pierre. Don't tell anyone. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> it's a hell of a story to wake up to. I can tell you that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I keep forgetting you've only just woke up. Uh, Oh man, uh, okay. Well, I have to go soon. I'm going to. i um, I'm going in a couple of minutes to uh, the Sydney Opera House, Pierre, to do stand-up at the Opera House.
0: Jesus Christ! Are you going to do some operatic stand-up?
1: Yes. Oh, have you ever noticed? Have you? And if you don't have that friend in your friendship group, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> Running around the shopping centre with my sheet.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, it's... Um, it's uh, it's going to be fun. It's an incredible venue. Um, oh, did you know the, the designer of the Sydney Opera House, when he first... When it was first uh, realised, when people first realised what it was going to look like, everyone hated it. This is like in the 70s. They thought it was an abomination and a disaster. Oh, yeah. And... uh. The designer... Let's see if we can find his name. The designer was from... Um, Denmark or something. Uh, John, Jorn Utson Jorn Utzon. Uh, where is he from? Um, well, they hated it so much that they exiled him. What? They exiled him from Australia... They, uh, he's Danish, yeah, so he's from Denmark. They exiled him from Australia. On his way out, they snuck pornography into his suitcase so that he would not be allowed to re-enter Australia. So he was exiled from Australia, had to return to Denmark. He's not even, he's not invited to the unveiling ceremony, which is a few years later, after which the Sydney Opera House is hailed as one of the great modern architectural marvels of the world. Um, they apologized to him in, like, 2003 or something. What? And he died never coming back. He never, ever came back. He never saw it again.
0: Jesus. He died in exile from Australia. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, like... Not like the Australians to take something uh, for granted and punish the people who originated it.
0: <laughs> that is one of the pettiest and nastiest stories I've ever heard. That is astonishing.
1: <laughs> it's a, it's an incredible building, though. Fair play to him. It's a real marvel of design. <laughs> so tonight I will be honoring his memory with my fucking dick jokes. <laughs> I <don't laughs> hope this ghost
0: is happy. I think as he was on his deathbed he said... Oh, I hope that a, a young a boy from uh, Malaysia tells the story about poo in the bag. <laughs> I designed the
1: acoustics so that even without a microphone, the people right in the back of the room will hear a, a poop drop. <laughs> Not a pin drop, but a poop drop. You could hear a poop drop.
0: when they <laughs> When he makes the noise for stabbing uh, the poops, then everyone will know exactly the type of poop stabbing he means with his mouth.
1: They will be able to tell if he has gastroenteritis from the subtle plodding of the poops from anywhere in the arena. <laughs> yeah.
0: We're gonna kick you out the country.
1: <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Yeah, that's how it went, basically.
0: Look, I'm not saying it's not a, I'm not saying it's not a great opera house. I'm just saying he didn't design it for opera. He designed it for shit <laughs> stories. The the Sydney Opera, Pop- oh god, the
1: Sydney the Sydney Plopper House.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Sydney Plopper House. Phil, please, please go on stage tonight and say more like Sydney Plopper House. Thank you. <laughs> with, Good night.
1: With no context. <laughs> introducing the new operatic stand-up album from stand-up opera singer um, Phil Sang. Uh, uh, a diaphragm full of laughs with hits such as Where are You From? Where are you from? The place is a shit hole the beautiful heart-wrenching ladies can we be real for a second ladies let's be real for a second what are you doing in the toilet so long and who can forget the, um, the classic vegans are so weak vegans are weak they don't eat enough protein cause they're vegans and their diets don't allow for meat which are classically foods high in protein And of course, um, the International uh, Phenomenon uh, song slash bit of stand-up. That is, uh, My Dad Said the Craziest Thing the Other Day. My dad, he said the craziest thing the other day. He turned around, looked at me square in the eye. And without missing a beat he said You're not my son Diaphragm full of laughs from opera stand up Phil Sang available now in three music shops um, and uh, The Dark Web <coughs> I'm gonna have to sign off, folks, on that. I'm sorry I didn't get to hear about your plops today, Pierre. But I just had to tell you that story, and it went on forever. It's
0: one of the great stories of our time. There'll be time for my plop anecdotes uh, at some point in the future, I'm sure.
1: Yeah. Well, I will sit and pray for
0: (laughs) it. Please do. Um, Enjoy the Sydney Opera House, Phil. Thanks.
1: Well, that's the end of this uh, episode. This would be the last trans uh, trans Earth episode. Some of you will be glad to hear.
0: Yes, from now on, it's it's domestic episodes only. Brexit means Brexit. All domestically produced.
1: All domestically produced. All uh, poop stories will happen in Blighty. Thank you very much. Good old-fashioned British plops.
0: (laughs) British plops for British workers.
1: (laughs) Uh, um, Thank you for listening. Um, Next week will not be as gross, although no promises.
0: Yeah, in fairness, we promise you nothing except that there will be more of something like this, but not the same, but similar.
1: Bye, Bye. podbirds. Enjoy.